Welcome to the Greener Way podcast, a show about people, planet, and purpose, and how investors and corporate leaders push forward in a complex world. Graz van Egemond is the CEO of the Banksia Foundation, the organization behind the Banksia Foundation Sustainability Awards. Graz is going to talk about this year's awards show in Melbourne and maybe give us an inside look at who does the judging and what we should expect to see in the winner's circle this year. Graz, thank you so much for joining us. Can you just introduce us to the Banksia Awards and what the Banksia Awards are meant to do? Thanks, Rachel. Thank you for having me. Um, look, the Banksia, as you said, the Banksia Awards have been going for 34 years. And um, look, it's it's a program that started uh, just judging environmental leadership, you know, back in the day. So we concentrated very much on environmental sustainability. Uh, when I came on board, I really saw um, the whole issue of environment then progressing into sustainability and taking that whole social pillar, which was really important. And, and important having that financial pillar too. Let's not forget about that pillar, which is a, a key part of, you know, that we can still progress on sustainability because of that financial pillar. But we introduced, then we took out the word environmental and it went just was the Banksia Awards and it was the Banksia Sustainability Awards. And then this wonderful thing happened, the United Nations SDGs, which I am totally in love with, um, because although we, you know, we, we were doing the sustain, you know, the, the, the social pillar and the environmental pillar, it was still really hard to explain to people out there that we were combining all those three and how they interrelated and how we needed to be working on all those pillars together. Um, the SDGs pre presented a wonderful uh, framework for us to be able to base the awards on and to judge the awards on, but also to educate people because I have so many people ringing me and especially small businesses and saying, oh, look, Graz, you know, I want to enter the awards. We're doing all the stuff in, in um, sustainability, but you've got this thing called the UN SDGs and we have to report against that. So we start the conversation and the wonderful thing about that conversation is that people, you know, after an hour, or not always, but um, walk away going, I didn't realise I was doing all these things across other areas, you know, and all of a sudden mm. you start talking to them, yes, you know, I'm doing stuff in recycling or whatever, but then all of a sudden they're helping, you know, local communities, um, engagement, in it maybe could be education, in employment, you know, just the, the, the diversity that they, they then find out from their project or what they're doing, but where they're, uh, extrapolating to and, and what um, areas of sustainability they are touching. So it's been involvement, as I said, very much just environmental and now the whole 17 SDGs that we uh, we love uh, looking at what's happening. Graz, I might just um, stop there and just remind our audience that while it feels as though we've had those 17 beautiful blocks and that beautiful array for forever, the SDGs um, are 17 goals uh, that we were put together in 2015 around the time of the Paris Agreement. And it's a set of accomplishments for life on Earth to 2030. And I think what I love about the SDGs is that they're also highly um, intertwined and intercorrelated with life on Earth and poverty and gender empowerment, as well as environment and biodiversity and life on land and life in the water, um, which I assume feeds so nicely into uh, the Banksia Foundation Awards. It, it really does. And, and we've really had a look at, although we can't do, you know, 17 categories, although we've got 15 categories, we're getting there. <laughs> but we have tried and, uh, to look at, um, as I said, for example, health and well-being, how important mm -hmm. that is mm -hmm. from an environmental perspective to a human perspective. 
you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's programs uh, around that. Um, diversity inclusion, you know, that we've sort of mm-hmm. looking at we've a category um, out of that because we have been looking at what the UNSDGs um, are targeting and, and what we should be working at. And we want Banksia to be or the awards to be a barometer of what is happening in, in Australian society, in our businesses, in our sectors, in our not-for-profit areas right through. Um, and we hope that the categories, um, as I said, and we will reflect uh, the impetus or where where the activities are happening. Um, and look, some are slower than others. We're, we're, we're catching up in other areas and we're doing really well in, in some others. For example, this year, you know, oh, we had a record uh, amount of entries, but biodiversity did our head in. You know, we were absolutely inundated, um, maybe because mm-hmm. of COVID, you know, whatever. I don't know if that was a, a, a something to do with that, but we actually got eight finalists in biodiversity because the judges were so knocked out with what mm-hmm. is happening in Australia around biodiversity. And I think, you know, what the federal government stands on that, and I think there's a real momentum. And it's, as I said, the Banksy Awards is a bit of a barometer. We can see where things are moving mm. through the categories mm-hmm. number, but, you know, mm. um, and this is why I don't have any issues of getting judges in because all the judges want <laughs> and say, oh, I want to be a judge because I want to see what's happening, you know, in, in, in mm. particular areas. But it mm. is that because we, we see the activities that are happening, as I said, right across the board, you know, in every sector. Mm. I think another thing that I love about the Banksia Foundation Awards is that uh, you're going right across Australia. It's not corporate Australia. It's not just non-for-profit Australia. There's government entities. I remember going to the awards last year, Giles, and sitting next to um, a health trust from New South Wales uh, who are being recognized for their, uh, I think their water use initiative, for example, and sitting next to a, a vineyard who are doing great things in viticulture and integrating traditional owners of the land uh, into some of their activities as well. And so it's, it's such a wonderful way to see different parts of Australia. But let, let's talk a little bit about that judging process at the Banksia Awards, Graz, because again, your your judges come from across Australia as well. So how does the, the judging standard evolve um, as you bring in new topics um, and as you sort of reach to make sure that you're going past window dressing into what is authentic action uh, on sustainability? And, and we really found that that particular topic, what is authentic, um, particularly mm-hmm. The discussion around uh, the judging this year uh, in that area was was really strong. The, the, the process itself is we do get written entries in. Um, the judges read the entry. Mm-hmm. We look at the at the top fifty percentile of um, scores. Um, mm-hmm. And it, by the way, every process we report to our awards governance committee, so they go through mm-hmm. every process that we do to make sure that we're doing the right thing. So I've got. This group of people, you know, wagging the finger at me, going, "Oh, come on, Graz, you, you know, make sure that you, you know." So uh, it's like we're under, you know, having a test ourselves all the time. But the entry is is very different, uh, and then we go to an interview process. And I maintain mm-hmm. some people are great writers, some pe- people are great orators. You know, they can really talk. So we give people both opportunities because I think it's really important, you know, especially around sustainability, there's a lot of, a lot of passion and there's a lot of, you know, personal commitment and it's wonderful to see that through the interviews and some th- sometimes that doesn't come through the entries. What we do do and we give um, 
the, the people that uh, do go through to interview process, we do give them a set of questions too that they can prepare. So they are prepared. It's not just a let's have a chat, but it's the, mm. it's the questions that the judges really want to know and you can't always do that by reading. You know, like how many times do you sit in a judging process and you think, oh, if only I knew this, this, this and this. So this judging process allows us to go back to the entrance and ask those questions. And then the, the rigour, as I say to people, we have about 160 judges around Australia who are just amazing. I mean, they spend their time, you know, reading these entries, going through, scoring them, providing feedback because every entry that comes into the Banksy Awards gets feedback. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's a big commitment by our judges, but also the rigorous discussion that we have after the interviews is really enthralling, you know, just... Mm. And the different perspectives because sometimes, um, you know, it's it, it, we try to be objective but the subjective also sometimes is needed. You know, the expertise sometimes, you know, someone mm. can report on, you know, well, you know, I've been involved in this area. But that whole human, um, as I said, when I say to people, when you're writing an entry, it's not a computer program. This is not just about mm. figures and all that it's all about what you've done why you've done it how you've done it the difficulties what you've overcome and it's the impact that you've made so yes we do need quantitative analysis but it's all that qualitative work that goes behind Mm. some Mm. project honestly this is why i've been at banksy for so long i the the energy that you get the 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 fulfillment and i would love every school child to have to go to our sustainably success stories on our website and read about yeah. what we yeah. are doing the, the positivity mm-hmm. and, and just mm-hmm. to show that there is a future that we're not you know um mm. going towards oblivion we are actually working mm. towards the future and i think that's so important and i think that's the, the essence of the banksy awards and again, the fact that it reaches such a breadth of 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 people and spaces within Australia as well that this is not a very this is not a narrow category as well. Again, something that I really love about the annual presentations. Sure. We're going to talk about this year's categories, and maybe Graz will give us a tip from the uh, the insider circle on the nominations to watch. Uh, but first, I want to take a pause to tell our listeners about our inaugural ESG Power Fifty list. Uh, we're in the final voting stages to identify the people working at ASX listed companies that are kicking goals on environmental social and governance issues. Have your say on who you think is influential by going to www.fssustainability.com.au slash ESG Power 50 and vote. We'll drop that link in the show notes for your convenience as well. The ESG Power 50 list is brought to you by FS Sustainability, our gold sponsor Schroeders, and our silver sponsors in Colonial First State, AXA IM, and Clearbridge Investments. Now, back to it, Graz. Who are the categories and nominations to watch out for this year? Oh, as I said, uh, look, we've got 15 categories. Um, mm-hmm. Biodiversity is a really interesting one. We've got some really interesting... Mm-hmm right across different areas of biodiversity, um, ag and regional development. Um, that's mm-hmm. a really interesting and an important one. You know, it's really interesting to see how uh, and, and in the years that we've had this category, how that area is progressing you know, around regenerative farming, you know, production, mm-hmm. all those sorts of areas. Mm-hmm. That's really um really stepping up, I must admit, and it's, and it's exciting to see the the, the change. Um, health and mm-hmm. well-being, this is a really 
cool one. Um, mm-hmm. It is that sort of human element, you know, being selfish that, you know, I want good things to happen, not just for the environment, but for us as people too. You know, mm-hmm. how do we get that healthy uh, environment for ourselves and going forward. And and I think a lot of people sort of just think um, around health and well-being as third world countries, but especially after COVID and, mm. you know, where, where we are today as a society is very different from where we were pre-COVID. And I think that health and issue, it's not about being just fit and exercise as we were before, but mel- mental um, mm-hmm. uh, health, you know, and just, how we treat each other too, I think is really important. You know, that, that community sort of... attention has become so important and we I think we have a new valuation for it. There's a lot of young people jumping out of corporate life um, who've got this idea and sort of saying, I'm going to give it a go. Mm-hmm. Um, they've sort of seen maybe, um, you know, and I've come from corporate life too, so it's something you can't achieve everything you want in corporate life, but mm-hmm. you want to be your own boss and there's some astounding um, ideas coming through and this is where I see the excitement for again for young people to 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 show them what they can do what areas they can study you know mm-hmm. that you have to progress along the standard you know career path there is all these jump off positions if you've got a passion or an interest or something that it is achievable and as I said a lot of our young SME um, people are, are doing it youth as a change maker is another one we've got some amazing mm-hmm. people who are getting up there and just and just again going for it not not waiting to be you know they haven't got time to complain or and I'm not I know we need to complain I know we need to do all that but we need to move forward we need to be creative yeah. we need to to, to be doing things rather than just being negative. And I think sustainability, we, we know the why. We all know the why. Mm-hmm. Let's the how mm-hmm. and the what. And this is why the banks okay. are so great. We investigate the how and the what. Mm. You know, the other one, I suppose, circular transition is a key one too. You know, what's happening mm-hmm. around actually lately, you know, we, we've seen some some key issues you know um within the the, the packaging and the the plastics area but mm. you know look, there's ideas coming through and as i said as long as i'm working at banksy i see the hope that that we are progressing and uh, as i said we we need that hope to to go forward Absolutely. and as we're doing large business i love um we were inundated with large business which was good to see that large business is is stepping up and I am a great believer governments will do things, but business is where the change is going to happen because um, also consumers are going to push that because they're going to push business. And business is responding and, and, and looking at these Absolutely. things. Not as quickly as we want to, but they are doing it, you know, so that's a good sign. Absolutely. Well, well, Graz, we always like to leave this on a note of hope and change. Uh, in, in as much as uh, that we can look forward to the future. So Graz van Egmond from the Banksia Sustainability Awards and the Banksia Foundation will be covering off your winners on Winners Night and thank you for your time. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Greener Way podcast. If you like today's show, remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Any feedback? Contact us on podcast at fssustainability.com.au. I'm Rachel Allenbackis. The Greener Way podcast is a product of FS Sustainability 
a show about people, the planet, and investing in our collective future. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The Greener Way podcast gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by discussing numerous financial sustainable options and our featured guests. It is not intended as a substitute for professional, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of The Greener Way are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. FS Sustainability operates under an Australian Financial Service License and the exemption made available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect to any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the FS Sustainability website, fssustainability.com.au.